Hello and welcome back to Tea with Tammy. I am Tammy. It's been a while since um, I've been on the Tea with Tammy microphone and I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to talk with my listeners, kiki, sip some tea, spill some tea, steep the tea, all that shit with the tea. Um, (laughs) And I will be transparent like I usually am every episode and just admit that I am having some audio issues right now. It's like, okay, you know how like you have your job and then you take a vacation and it's like a lengthy one or you go on Christmas break when you're a student and then you come back and you forget how to log into shit and just do shit that you did every day. That is me right now. (laughs) I should have done more preparation. That's my fault, but I'm back. I'm ready to get back in the swing of things. And the first thing that I want to mention is happy Black History Month. And yes, I am aware that Black history is American history. So every day is Black History Day, essentially. But since we do have an official month, I am going to acknowledge that month. And this week for Black History Month, I want to highlight and celebrate some black actresses and actors that we, uh, Tea with Tammy, um, sippers and listeners favor. I went to the Instagram page of Tea with Tammy and asked on the IG stories, you know, who are y'all's, um, who are y'all's favorite actors and actresses that are black? You know, let's, let's celebrate. I'll mention it on the show. And I got some really good responses, some different responses. And I'll even mention, um, some actors and actresses that I enjoy. And so when I opened up the, um, the question, um, to the forum of the Tea with Tammy Instagram page, I got the answer of Sanaa Lathan. I adore her. Now there is the crazy stories of her biting Beyonce at a, at a party. (laughs) Google it. If you have not heard that story, hilarious, but Sanaa, she, she was like that throwback, like go-to chick for all the movies. She did Brown Sugar, Love and Basketball, The Best Man. Like she, she definitely has her staple in black culture and in black movies. And I would say that my favorite performance by her is Love and Basketball. I'm such a simp. especially at the last scene they play for play for their heart double or nothing like don't even get me started on that movie but Sanaa Lathan is the type of actress to me that goes all out for the role because fun fact if you did not know Sanaa Lathan learned how to play basketball for the role in love and basketball typically they want to find someone who already knows the skill so they're not teaching you everything and delaying the process of making the movie and up for the same role on the monica role in love and basketball was gabrielle union who already knew how to play basketball she's an athlete and so the fact that they gave the role to sanaa for her acting and went with the idea of teaching her how to play basketball just shows how great of an actress she is as well as the movie that she did um napoli ever after on netflix now i will say that movie isn't the best movie it's a little bit corny a little bit too predictable typical you know all that um in the gumbo but she shaved her head for that movie 
went completely bald. Now, I don't know if that was just like, it was aligned in the stars and she wanted to do that anyway. I might have to dig for an interview to kind of do my own research to see what her thought process of that was, but she shaved her head and that was a part of the premise of that movie. And so I thought that was true dedication because I'm I'm not changing nothing about me. I mean, you know, actors, they gain weight, lose weight, do all this stuff, but shave my real hair head. Like what? We can't put me in a bald, a bald wig, a bald cap, like they be doing on SNL <laughs> or something. I don't know. I, I could just never play that role clearly, but Sanaa Lathan was a beautiful choice. Um, Someone also mentioned um, Denzel Washington, of course, the GOAT. I'm not going to go deep into his resume. We we are all familiar with him. Now, he does have a new movie, though, um, The Little Things, that is um, on HBO Max. It also stars uh, Rami Malek, I think is his last name. Like, excuse me. He has, like, those eyes. I just know him as the guy with the eyes. But um, I heard it's good. I plan to tune in. But Denzel has had an extremely lengthy career, like the longevity for this man, for him to like be introduced to me personally through the hurricane. I don't know if anyone's watched that movie, but until now, like he's just been exuding excellence. So shout out to Denzel Washington, the goat. Um, but other actors that were mentioned, Michael K. Williams, like how can you not fuck with Michael K. Williams? He also has a, a long career of just being on the wire. And then fast forward now to being on Lovecraft country. Like he, he's just very versatile, but yeah, very stern in all his roles, which I enjoy too. And then, um, Regina Hall, someone mentioned, the hilarious yet, you know, sexy, um, Regina Hall. She's been around again, love and basketball. She was in that. Um, she's in girls trip, a, a, a staple for the, uh, women's, um, catalog of music, uh, 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 movies when it comes to like a girl's, um, get together, sleepover, like hangout type of movie. Cause guys have the hangover. We have girl's trip. We have bridesmaids. <laughs> it's one of those movies. And so Regina Hall has definitely like made her, her stamp in comedy as well as like in the role uh, the rom-coms too. I loved her in, um, I think it's called date night something like that, or like one night, or it has the word night in it. Um, and it has, uh, Michael Ely. I think it has Joy Bryant, Kevin Hart. She, she also is very well-rounded for her to go from love and basketball to scary movie. Mind blowing. Um, actors that I personally want to mention, Jamie Foxx. I've mentioned him before on the show. He is the most well-rounded entertainer to me. He is hilarious. He can sing. Like his acting is amazing. Like when I watched the Ray Charles movie, just like a lot of other people say, like we thought he was fucking Ray. Like his acting was just so spot on. He really had to channel Ray. He really had to commit and... Oh, like I can't wait to see him as uh, Mike Tyson because I just know he's going to do the same thing. And the fact that he's still like pushing the envelope and breaking records like and making history as a black man. He is the first black lead in a Disney Pixar animation with the new movie Soul. Like what? Like, come on, come through, slay king. (laughs) 
Jamie Foxx is that Negro. And fun fact, the Jamie Foxx Unpredictable Tour was my favorite, uh, well, not my favorite, but my first concert that I ever went to. I was maybe... 14, 15. Oh, actually, no, I think I was 15. And it was such an enjoyable show because he came out and did stand up comedy first, went away, had some other comics come up, and then like some openers for RB. And then he came back out and performed. And I just thought, like, man, I got two shows in one. Like, what a performance. And then another um, actor I wanted to mention is Sierra Payton. Um, a new name that I recently learned, and that's because, um, she's playing or she has played Wendy Williams in the Wendy Williams movie. Now, um, we'll get into the movie in a second, but her as Wendy was a good choice. I feel like she really tried to execute Wendy's like, you know, a, I don't know, attitude, um, mannerisms you know cadence very well now the I don't think um they nailed the 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 choice when it comes to maybe features of the face or like body but you know Wendy is very unique in how she looks and so it's hard to find someone that looks exactly like her but they did their best and they found a really great actor who really knocked it out the park of playing Wendy Williams and so shout out to Sierra Payton she is also making history as you know playing such a iconic person in black history and so that is the the black magic I wanted to highlight this week when it comes to actors actresses for black history month but let's transition into this Wendy Williams movie shall we okay so it's a lifetime movie um I heard about it because I was listening to the breakfast club and they were already talking about the salt and pepper movie. And then they transitioned and talk and were talking about how the movie for Wendy Williams was going to come out. <sighs> okay. I will say it's not the movie I wanted, but it's, it's entertaining. It's lifetime. You know, what type of movie you're going to get when you tune into lifetime. And so let's just sit that type of judgment out the way like oh it was corny it was over the top it was dramatic like of course it was it was a lifetime movie so let's let's get over that when it comes to the story um the 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 pictures they painted and um just the timeline they gave us it wasn't what I wanted it highlighted um 90% of the movie was about her and her failed marriage with Kevin, her, her most recent marriage. Cause she was married before that. Sure. There were some other nuggets in the movie. Like, Oh, I got pregnant by Eric, Eric B. Um, Oh, he, he fucked up my credit. Oh, I had four miscarriages. Oh, um, a Diddy's group total wanted to jump me outside of the studio for me talking illy about them on the radio. And we had those little fun and informative nuggets but it wasn't enough for me like Wendy Williams last year I highlighted her as an iconic radio host and personality in history and then for her to come out with a movie the next year and it not talk about her iconic timeline history resume journey of being a radio personality and host it's it was a slap in the face I judge me if you want. I look up to Wendy Williams when it comes to like what she was able to build 
build for herself and put her name on everything. So you can kind of get a taste of that when you listen or you see Tea with Tammy. Like Tammy is on everything. Okay. I, I, I be damned if I let somebody else walk in here and start claiming some shit. So let it be known from day one that it's tea with Tammy, just like it was the Wendy Williams show everywhere she went. And I loved that about her. And I wanted to know how she got over the conflicts with other artists that she had when they, when she interviewed them, like what type of drama did she go through in her personal life when it came to these artists? Like, did she fear for her life? Like what was the drama of her losing her job at hot 97? Like she did not cover any of those things. And so it was disappointing. Um, you know, unfortunately, because it was an hour and a half of just vagueness, And then just a deep dive of like how my husband ain't shit. But you know, it's, it's just one of those movies, but I, I enjoy good biopic. This isn't one of the best, but like I said, it's entertaining if you like lifetime movies. Um, a more biopic movie that I enjoyed, um, in history, the new edition series. And and I think that Wendy should have went that route. Um, as for like a docu-series or like a biopic series, I should say, versus just like an hour 20 of you skimming through your life. Like, no, Wendy, you've lived a life. I want to hear about it. I remember tuning into your show. Like, come on. Shit was spicy on the airwaves every afternoon. <laughs> when you listen to Wendy, she had the tea. And so for us not not to like hear about it in, in her movie about her life is weird. Um, another biopic movie that I enjoyed was um, What's Love Got to Do With It? Oh my gosh. Talk about black excellence when we, when we mention Angela Bassett. Like she herself is a staple. I should have mentioned her earlier when we were talking about black magical actors and actresses. But yes, what's love got to do with it? Oh man, I thought she was Tina Turner. That's another movie where I'm just like, is this really them? Like I was just confused as a kid. Like, is this them or is it not them? Because they're doing too good of a job for it to not be them (laughs) type shit. And so what's love got to do with it? Now on the other end, I hate to like be a little negative, but there's some bad, you know, biopics. All eyes on me flopped. Let's admit it. We waited too long for a Tupac movie. And when they finally found someone that looked like him, it was just like too late. And like the right people weren't involved. Like Jada Pickett didn't want to be involved. Like his mom was barely involved. Like, how are you going to tell us a story about someone and then no one in their life is involved with making the movie? weird and then another biopic that just was horrible um nina nina simone um what's her face well what's that girl's name that played her um she's in colombiana death at a funeral what's her name what's her name let me let me let me look it up real quick zoe zaldania yes she went black face (laughs) had on a fat suit prosthetics and all this just to play Nina Simone when there's lots of dark-skinned women already out there who look like Nina Simone who could have easily played her and so it was just a weird slap in the face to Nina's um legacy because she was not about that you know what I mean like she was just not about the colorism and the 
uh, the, the microaggressions just in, in Hollywood, in, in the industry, you know? So it was just weird, but that, that is my, my take of the Wendy Williams movie and that biopic on Lifetime. Hey, if you like Lifetime movies, tune in. And if you, you know, if you like Wendy, tune in, but if you're looking to get some in-depth history of, of her career in the radio shenanigans, nah, you're not going to really get that, unfortunately. But let's, let's, um, Let's catch up a bit, because like I, I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it's been a while since y'all have heard my voice, and I've been able to talk about some things with you. So let's skim through some things really quickly and catch ourselves up so it's not like I'm just ignoring the obvious that's happening out here. Like, let's say uh, the Buss It Challenge. <laughs> man y'all just can't wait to drop it low like where did y'all get y'all's knees and y'all's transitions need to get better (laughs) that is essentially what I have to say about that challenge now I will say that it's made Erica Banks a new star that is the artist that people have said has replaced Meg Thee Stallion on 1501 um label because you know she had her her beef with the label they got a new um an artist and since this new artist erica banks is also from texas they have the same you know cadences sometimes and mannerisms on tracks and so there's the comparisons people say that erica banks is just a copycat meg and i don't i don't see that i like some erica banks songs and if you want to keep it at thou wow you know i like to um I like more Erica Banks songs than I do Meg Thee Stallion songs. Hmm. So there's that. Um, she's actually on a new song with Yellow Beezy that I enjoy. That's called star. Um, she's killing it, but you know, I don't know how I feel about her as a person. Cause y'all know that I don't, I don't do that. Like separate the artist from the, the art type shit, because I feel like you as the artist aren't influencing the art. And so, um, fuck R Kelly. <laughs> I just have to mention that because that's the first person that comes to mind. But when I, when I mention it with Erica Banks, like I saw, I went to her Instagram page just yesterday or the day before. In the most recent recent post is her shouting out Tory Lanes. And I was like, damn, I was just starting to like your black ass. And that I don't like because of course people are already comparing you to Meg. People are already saying you're Meg's replacement. And now you're going to take it a step further and shout out this man. And she shouted him out because he did a live stream and he played her song in the background because you know how he loves to go live and have people twerk for him pouring milk on their ass or you know whatever weird fetish shit that is going on in there quarantine radio but the canceled version because we don't listen right and so I saw the little clip on her page and she's shouting him out because he's playing the song and giving love to the song but I'm just like oh that's not it sis you know people are gonna drag you and so we'll see what comes of that if she doubles down on that um deletes that but that made me look at her a little sideways Another thing to catch up on is just beware of the publicity stunts, the PR stunts, the fakeness that these um, celebrities are are dishing to your timelines because y'all be eating it up. Y'all be y'all y'all just be living for it and I just be shaking my head because I follow some other sites and um accounts that really dish the the behind the scenes tea and it's just it's laughable and it's kind of obvious if you really got a brain I hate to say it like that but come on now when you look at Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan do you really think they're out here dating 
They might be hanging out. They might be sharing a meal or two. But it's just funny how as soon as they started dating, she launched a brand. He had some new commercials and some announcements to make. And they don't really kiss. They don't really show a lot of affection. Sure, they're cute. Sure, we find them both really attractive. But I feel like we let that cloud our 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 imagery of like of a relationship we think like if two cute people are standing next to each other oh my gosh couple goals what they haven't even held hands kissed, had a conversation yet we don't know if they even like each other um it's just very obvious that it's forced and it's for it's it's for the cameras like they're two hot young celebrities of course y'all should be seen together and quote-unquote dating that's gonna drive up the sales on whatever you're gonna announce next week come on and then shit like trey songs his dick on the on the timeline come on this is like the seventh time we've seen his penis now granted i'm ladies i'm not mad at it but it's a it's the biggest pr stunt because as soon as we saw his penie on the timeline guess what he did everybody click the link in my bio that's what he said, right? And you know, I went to the bio, right? Because, you know, I'm thirsty. I'm curious. Only fans subscribe $20 a month. Come on, nigga. Like, okay. You ain't got an album coming. The album didn't do well. You got to get that other stream of income since you can't tour. You ain't got no merchandise. I get it. But why you got to pretend like, oh, some shit leaked on the internet first. And then all of a sudden you got an OnlyFans account. Come on. Like the difference in that when shit gets leaked is how the reaction is. But I mean, hey, some people may look at it like he's just owning it. Like if my dick's out there anyway, might as well charge for it. So whatever, Trey Songs, do what you got to do to stay relevant. But I would rather you just put out some good songs. (laughs) That's just me. And then like when you look at like Ari and Moneybag Yo, Oh, we broke up. Oh, he ain't shit. He's single. I'm single. I'm on to the next. And then the very next day, we see pictures of them together. Because you know why? Moneybag Yo was just dropping a new single. He wanted some drama. He wanted some people looking at his his IG and his Twitter page. Because when your significant other starts bashing you or starts saying that y'all aren't together, you know what people do on the timeline? They go to your page to see what you're going to say next. And when you finally say something and it's a music video (laughs) you got us (laughs) so just beware of just the shenanigans but hey if you live for that shit hey I mean I follow it all I'm like I'm just entertained by it but just don't eat it up as truth give it all um a tablespoon of salt not a pinch just give it a whole tablespoon because we know it's a lot of fake shit going on out there but hey you got to get creative to get the bag because like I mentioned earlier there's no touring there's no merchandise all that jazz okay but let's transition to some other shit that we need to catch up on colorism we talked about it quite often before I went on my little break and now I'm back but hey it seems like shit didn't get any better (laughs) it never will um as long as people are different so let's just throw that out the window but what came across my radar is well one Khloe Kardashian using these brown emojis on my on my Beyonce Al Gore internet like girl sis sit down like did Stormy tweet that for you because she's the real black one here (laughs) 
she has black in her you do not chloe so like what are we doing and then for her to double down with the second picture to be like oh the shade of it all i'm unbothered type shit and it's like no people are telling you that you're offending them and you're using the wrong emoji shade listen but you know that just transitioned to the Danny Lay thing where they double down with the ignorance because it's like she came out with that yellow bone song talking about yellow bone is what he wants. And it's like, sure, sure that is what your man wants, but realize that your man left a dark skinned woman for you. And so now this feels like shade. Now it feels like colorism. Now it feels like you're trying to say that yellow bone is superior because that is what that man wants. And I don't give a fuck what the baby wants. Sure. That, that ain't the baby. That's my baby. But you know what? Fuck that baby. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care if you a banana. I don't care if you are a, a lemon head. I don't care how yellow you are. <laughs> you and your yellowness will never be better than me and my melanin okay and vice versa we are all our own people we are all our own kings and queens you don't need to get on my internet and remind me how yellow bone is what he wants because you know what the media has been telling me that's what he's want my whole life thank you danny for being late to the party i don't know if you've watched a music video or a movie but the lead (laughs) <laughs> is a yellow bone so so get like fuck out of here. like what yes appreciate the skin that you're in but just just don't be so tone deaf read the room it's 2021 you think we want a song about yellow bones is that what you thought we was yearning for from you danny but you know how y'all be once y'all once y'all don't like one light skin y'all just be on to the next light skin y'all y'all refuse to love us dark skin women y'all refuse to let tiana taylor get in the mix and and do some shit y'all just be finding the next light skin to to start it's starting to sound like a rant i know let me catch myself but y'all know how y'all be y'all just be finding the next light skin to uplift because you know what y'all did when y'all wanted to kill kalani years ago about her relationship with that one basketball player y'all put aside kalani and y'all started liking queen Naja. when y'all found some 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 dirt on queen Naja, y'all know what y'all did y'all replaced her with doja cat when y'all saw some shit on the internet when y'all didn't like doja cat y'all know who y'all who y'all moved on to mulatto when y'all found out what mulatto meant you know who y'all moved on to sweetie (laughs) and when sweetie fucks up in a week or two y'all gonna be on dream doll y'all gonna be back to Lori harvey like i already know how the cycle goes at least humor me and throw in a dark skin (laughs) moving on to the last thing i want to catch y'all uh catch y'all up on which is the vh1 versus zeus cease and desist uh lawsuit (laughs) um vh1 is known for all our ratchet favorite shows of love and hip-hop basketball wives um ti family hustle all that jazz right but there is now a competitor zeus and yes i pay for zeus four dollars a month they have the shows of ray j and princess conversation they have the jocelyn cabaret show they they have a lot of vh1 stars on their channel doing just as ratchet shit or more with a lesser or um, cheaper budget it's just kind of interesting to follow because hey, like if you don't pay 
your talent, they're going to move somewhere else where they feel valued. But there's also contracts at play. And I know that in some contracts, they say that you can't portray yourself as the same person or the same relationship on another platform because it's already been done for us. And so if you're on Love and Hip Hop, for example, like Ray J and Princess, you can't be Ray J and Princess couple show on another channel. You gave us that couple. Like we we own that imagery, in it, that likeness. And so you got to be careful with what you sign because you'll, fi- you'll find yourself being a slave. So it's just something to keep an eye on, um, keep watching to kind of see how they go about this. I'm just very curious on how this will play out. So VH1 versus Zeus, let's see where that goes. But uh, let's just transition into the last thing I want to discuss and I'll get out of y'all's hair and we can start planning for the next black history uh, question that we'll, we'll chat about on the next, next pod. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about and mention is, again, this is me being transparent because y'all know I love to share something that's going on in my life or just like things that are just on the forefront of my mind. And I just want to take things that are happening with me and spin them in a way to make it be advice for the next person. You know, my hardship does not have to be the next person's hardship. My obstacle doesn't have to be in the same path in in someone else's journey. And so if I can make shit easier for you all or just share some advice or some tips, I'm going to do that because man, is it hard being out here as a creative? This, this segment or this portion is me telling you or educating you or advising you on how to preserve your peace and energy as a creative. Like that shit is important. It will affect your, your productivity, your motivation, your determination, your, your value in yourself. And so I want you to kind of just, just hear me out of these five tips that I have on how to preserve your peace and your energy as a creative. It's very basic, very simple, but it's things that you have to remind yourself of so you can get through whatever project or whatever, you know, brand that you have and journey that you're, you're trying to take and what goals you're trying to hit. So tip number one on how to preserve your, your energy and your, your peace, send a media kit, create a portfolio. And so this is relevant to preserving your peace and time when it comes to those, those beginning conversations on starting a project or starting a brand, a collaboration, a partnership, a sponsorship, anything like that. And so saving your peace is plays into the fact of repeating yourself, um, being redundant in conversations, being annoyed with having to explain the same thing over and over to the next and next person, because Unfortunately, when you're creative out here, you're going to hear some no's. You know what I mean? You're going to get some um, frivolous conversations. There's going to be some people wanting to waste your time with this questions that you've been answering every day. And so if you have a portfolio, a media kit that gives you like a brief rundown of who you are, what services you provide, a little uh, 
a snippet of your resume, maybe include your prices of whatever services that you're providing, have that already to go to send to people. So you're not just repeating yourself. You're not wasting time. You're preserving your peace and your energy. You make sense. So that's, that's tip number one, you know, creating a portfolio for, for yourself or a media kit. Tip number two, charge or fill to implement some form of compensation for a consultation for whatever you're offering, whatever brand that, um, you're wanting to, um, you know, pitch or collaborate with, um, People feel that, you know, there's a lot of wasted time in conversations with people just wanting to get to know who, like who you are as if this is like speed dating and like you have the time to do that. Sure, you have a brand and you should be able to explain it to the next person, but time is money. Like you're, you're not going to stop your day for every person who wants to potentially work with you when they're just wanting to just, you know, talk to you. And so if you're the type of person who feels like, damn, I, I might've wasted a lot of time or I can't waste my time just talking with people all day, charge them for your time. Um, if you feel uncomfortable doing that, say maybe the first 30 minutes it's free. And so that feels that person is not going to waste your time past 30 minutes. And if they do, they know that then they will have to start paying. And so it sounds a bit harsh for, to pay for, a conversation, but just know that a consultation is you providing a service in itself. It's you giving the highlights. It's you explaining. It's you clarifying. It's you baby stepping them, holding their hand through whatever you're explaining. And so that, that is worthy that that should be compensated. And so that's step or tip number two, um, charge for consultation. So you're preserving your peace in your brain of like wasting your time and not being compensated and your energy. Like you did something for the bag. And so it wasn't time wasted or energy wasted. Tip number three, deliver and set clear goals and expectations. Oh man, there's been so many times where people just, you know, approach me and they're like, oh, I really want to do this with you. It, I, I want it to be great. And I'm like, okay, what is great? <laughs> we need to set some clear goals and expectations of whatever we're working on. Do you want to collaborate on a video? Okay. How many views do you want to like, like, what is the goal? By what date do you want to do this? Like, what is the target audience? Like, what is the mission statement? What is the, what is the message that we're trying to deliver? Set those clear goals and expectations of, of the work that you and whoever that you're working with is going to put in. So everyone is on the same page and you're saving again what your peace your energy like come on it's thinking smarter and not harder so if you set those goals and expectations and you write them down even oh man you are ahead of the game because so many people don't even do that it's 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 sad out here tip number four oh my favorite tip get dates and deadlines in writing. Oh man, I love doing that. Oh man, I I love pulling up a good receipt. <laughs> Listen, for example, say you're a rapper. Say you're working with a producer who is supposed to give you a pack of beats by whatever. And you're, you're collaborating, you're giving a vision, you're giving a sound. And you're like, hey, can you get me these beats by December? And they're like, bet. It's February. Haven't heard from them. Where are the beats at? Maybe you should have said December 30th. So then you can circle back and be like, hey, remember those beats I wanted 
for Christmas or like around Christmas time, like we said the 30th, what happened to the 30th? It, it holds more accountability. It gives you, um, something to fall back on documentation. Like it just, it, it falls in all those lines of covering your own ass and holding people accountable. So get a date, a deadline, all of that in writing. So again, you're on the same page of whoever you're working with or whoever you're expecting stuff from, whoever, you know, you're, you know, providing the services to like, you need deadlines. They need deadlines. We all need deadlines. We all need to keep ourselves in check. We all need to make sure that we are hitting our dates and we're not just wasting time in our peace. Come on, preserve that peace and energy. Come on. And then the last step or the last tip I have to offer you all know your worth. Don't waver or compromise on your set limits, your, your prices, your morals and values. Know yourself and know your worth. That will save you and preserve you, your peace and your energy of just going back and forth. Like if you have something that you know that you stand by, stand by and stand by it strong. And if someone tries to test you on it, so what? So be it. You, you, you strong, you strong like bull. Ain't nothing going to knock that over. Like, for example, if someone came to me and was like, I want you to voice an ad for me. I love the the voice of Tammy. And so I want Tammy on this, on this Nike commercial. Ooh, I wish that was the case, but this is for example purposes. So we want Tammy on a Nike commercial. This Nike commercial decides to put an R Kelly song in the background. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've, I said, fuck R. Kelly. I know. Rewind this podcast. I said it earlier. Fuck R. Kelly. I'm not going to participate, be around, be influenced, have the background music of nasty R. Kelly. And so that is an example of just standing your ground, passing up on something, being able to say, nope, sorry, Nike. I can't, I can't do this ad. I can't do this commercial. I'm not going to support, um, the stream of, of this man's music because of the harm that he's caused to black women. So just know your worth, know, know yourself, know your morals, know your own values, know your limits, know your prices. If someone tries to nickel and dime you because they're the homie, refer them back to the menu prices. Okay. I pay full price for everything. Oh my gosh. There's so many creatives that I support. And this is not to like toot my own horn or something, but this just goes to show that we need more people that are willing to pay full price because, because man, you might get something free out of it. You don't even know you got, you might get a new um, follower or friend and just showing that, you know, thank you for paying. Thank you for putting food on my table. Thank you for not trying to, uh, under, uh, undercut me on what I'm providing you because it takes time, energy, and money to put together whatever product or service that they provided you. And so please play, pay full price. I have a homie who has a clothing line, bought a shirt, $30. Now, listen, I'm not out here just always buying $30, $40 shirts. Like I'm not like I'm in the house. It's a pandemic. What am I, who am I trying to impress? But you know what I did? I still paid it black owned business. I had to come on now support. Know, know their worth, know the value of what you're, what you're putting into. So that is just the five tips. I just, again, wanted to share with you all on how to preserve your peace and energy as a creative. Cause man, people have been trying me 
Because like I said, this is just transparency. People have been trying me. I've been trusting people. I've been paying people. I've been, you know, having conversations with people. Um, and just things don't, things don't happen how you want them to. And that's life. You know, that's just something that I have to deal with too. But if I can just find ways to prevent my peace and my energy being compromised, man, will I, will I execute? So hopefully you all are able to execute these tips. I'm glad you all are tuned in and we're back to tea with Tammy. I'm excited for next week's episode close to Valentine's day. Um, get your bay. Um, let's, let's have a, a nice little, um, a break before the Valentine's day so we can really come back and like, let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about like love songs. Let's talk about our favorite black couples for black history month. Oh yeah. We, we're going to get lit. But in the meantime, of course, follow Tea with Tammy on all streaming platforms that you find Tea with Tammy on. And if you can, if there's a platform that I'm not on and you're like, whoa, like this is where I find my podcast and you're not here. Let me know. Let me I, I only know what you tell me, right? And so if there's a, a roadblock, let me tear it down. Let me do my research to, to hopefully make things easier for you all can stream the show. But the platforms that we are on, um, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and iHeartRadio. Of course, you can visit the website T with Tammy to subscribe to weekly emails of new content that is posted on the website. <sighs> Black magic, we did it. <laughs> I can't wait till next episode and until then sip some tea <laughs>